Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode. I'm really excited about today's guest, Agi Karamidis from Greece. Um, and today we're actually going to talk about a lot of things, standing out, not fitting in, turning from a shy introvert into a confident knowledge broker, coach, author, and podcast host. So I'm really excited about Agi's story and welcome to the show. Welcome. Christopher, thank you very much. It's such a pleasure to be here. Thank you for the invitation. Yeah. I know we connected through the Podmatch community and, um, Tell people about your story and what you do, and uh, it's going to be a great discussion. Sure. I will try to condense it as much as I can. So as you said, I am Greek originally. Uh, However, I lived in in the UK when uh, I was about in my mid-30s. I felt a real calling to to change my life and uh, move to the UK. So that was... uh, Something I, I I did, I am a dentist by profession. Uh, I have practiced dentistry for over 20 years now. However, yeah. the last maybe five years or so, I have uh, diminished my, um, my days of working in dentistry because I realized, uh, and we can go uh, to that aspect of my story if you want, I realized at some point that I was really not uh, passionate about dentist. Uh, It took me a long time to realize it, but when I realized that, uh, and that actually happened just after I completed my master's uh, degree in 2015. Uh, So I found myself, um, rather than being pumped up and ready to do sophisticated dentistry and very uh, advanced stuff that I had learned, instead of that, I found myself um, confused, unmotivated, unfulfilled. uh, And that led me to start a a journey of uh, self-exploration, personal development. And then one thing led to the other. And I realized that personal development is my real passion and not uh, dentistry. So I have kind of flipped the scales over the years and doing less dentistry and more teaching, coaching. Finished my first book very recently, and I, I also have a podcast uh, like you, Personal Development Mastery, which uh, I'm very uh, passionate about, uh, and I love doing it. So, in a nutshell, <laughs> that is uh, the story. Happy to to go to wherever direction you think is more uh, relevant to your audience. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, in um, I think as healthcare as a profession is is very stressful. 
and um, you know it's a very industrial industry um, profession. So um, you talked about personal develop mastery and then taking a leap of faith and trusting your intuition. Um, I did this in September of 2008, right after Lehman Brothers collapsed. <clears throat> I turned in my uh, keys, badge, and pager uh, to my program, and you know, and I wanted to become an entrepreneur. So you, I'm really excited that you know people actually you know embrace this concept. I think it's important, and especially if uh, one finds themselves unfulfilled and just doing, you know, going through the motions and living day in, day out without feeling like they're going somewhere, then I think it is really important to, to take a step back and look at what's going on and not, you know, take whatever has happened uh, in their life up to that uh, point for granted or I mean for, let that not dictate what they can do with the rest of their life and uh, I, I see that um, many times with people I work with or people I interview on my podcast and have uh, discussed their story but that is quite common people you know having a certain kind of uh, life and at some point, realizing that this was never for them and taking a big pivot, sometimes it does involve a leap of faith, many times, actually, and maybe that is necessary, uh, that leap of faith. It's not always an easy transition. There are challenges uh, to it. And maybe that is one reason why many people don't do that, don't take that uh, leap of faith because of uh, fear of what if, what if, uh, this and that. Uh, but I think it's important uh, for anyone listening who finds themselves in that situation that, you know, what things could be better, fulfilled. Uh, that's the word I like to use in this particular. I'm not fulfilled with how my life is. It's important, you know, to realize that it's not written in stone, no matter what uh, others might say. It's You can always change direction uh, to your life if you want. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And, um, you know, we talk about, and I think what, one thing I was talking with another podcast guest was, you know, this idea that COVID just basically paved the way for people to start pursuing their dreams and acting fearless and, trusting their intuition and taking leap of faith. And then one thing is uh, you discovered your calling. So you've actually, what's interesting is uh, we'll talk about knowledge broker a little bit, but you've written books and you have a podcast. So how did you discover your calling through self-mastery? That's a great question. The discovering that calling took, uh, well, it started with experimentation or, or curiosity, if you want. I had no idea when I started back in 2016, when yeah. I started reading some books like uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad was one of the books that really changed my mindset or how to win friends and influence people. They were, I found those things fascinating, but I, I had no idea at that time that this would be a direction that I was that I would be so much drawn to them. So I think it. The answer to your question is, for me personally, it was via um, following my curiosity. And you know, at some point, my curiosity led me to launch a podcast. I had no idea about the podcast at that time, and you know, I just started, and then I realized the more. And I think that's what's important when you follow 
a calling, your curiosity, you very it's probably the only way to determine if that thing is for you or not. Because if it's not, you will try it a little bit and say, that's not for me. But if it is, you will uh, carry on. Whereas if you just uh, are standing on the sidelines and not even uh, giving it a try, then you will you will never know, will you? Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. And the people that stand on the sidelines are usually the, the trolls and the haters and the you know the naysayers because you know they've never done it, so they just kind of you know randomly throw in their you know lack of two expertise and you know their two cents, whatever. This is uh, interesting. So and then when you so you find your purpose up. It sounds like you find your purpose through kind of, you know, you use your intuition and you have some certain skills. And what is this? You, you call yourself a knowledge broker. And this is really interesting because there's like, you know, there's, there used to be stockbrokers, you know, real estate brokers, you know, there's salesmen, all these, what is a knowledge broker? A knowledge broker, of course it is, uh, you know, we live in, an era that information is abundant. It's overwhelming, actually. On the internet, you can find pretty much everything. The majority of the human knowledge is there. The problem with all that is that it's very difficult, if not impossible, do something with all that information. You know, back in the days, you would pick up a couple of books or you would go to the library and get some books on a topic. So you would really have a more narrow field of uh, focus and, and study. Nowadays, you can literally, on your fingertips or on your phone, you can find out anything you want in terms of information. Despite abundance of information, there is a phrase that uh, Tony Robbins uses that we are drowning in information, but we're starving for wisdom. And I think that for me is what the knowledge broker like me does converting or distilling, if you want, that information into wisdom, into insights, into things that one can take and implement and actually make an improvement in their life. So it's not, you know, just information. It is more, well, transformation is the word that comes to mind. It's really doing something, the information by distilling it, narrowing down and presenting it in a way that, you know, we're so busy nowadays. The time is the most valuable commodity. And uh, if I tell you, find, you know, what could you do with your morning routine, for example, and you search online or you find books, you will find thousands, millions of uh, articles and uh, research, but who has the time to go through all that? So job or mission, if you want, as a knowledge broker, is to present that. Of course, from my own point of view, I can't claim that, you know, I have the answers for everything. I have distilled the universal knowledge into a book or a topic, but through my own perspective, the people who align with me and with my message, they can really uh, uh, distill version of knowledge. Uh, I like the word wisdom in this case because it is wisdom and in particular actionable wisdom because knowledge or information without implementation is pretty much useless. I mean, you can have all the knowledge in, in the world. If you don't do anything without knowledge, there is no point. It just uh, takes up space inside your, your head. So I hope that answers your, your question about the knowledge broker, uh, the way I see it anyway. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because, um, you know, I remember those days I had to get in my car, drive to the library, you know, it took a lot of time and effort. Now you can just go on the Amazon or Kindle, just download a book or audible really easy right there. And then, but, um, and also this, the digital age, basically when, uh, the internet is one of the greatest inventions because it basically democratized information access. So, you know, before that you had all the gatekeepers, but now it's like, now we're, what you said, drowning information. So now we, mm-hmm. now we have to apply it and transform ourselves. And now there's knowledge brokers that have different skill sets like lifestyle, diet, fitness, relationships, finance, career, and they help their community and their audience. So, um, and everything's in this world, everything is digit being digitized. So now you don't have to mm-hmm. be a broker of like, you know, real estate or physical things. You're not, you're a broker of information and knowledge and experience and wisdom, which is really interesting. I'm, I'm curious because uh, AI is now big. And so how do you picture yourself as a knowledge broker in this age of AI? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> right now, it's uh, a little bit of uncharted territory, isn't it? I mean, uh, the way things are uh, going and they're going with an exponential uh, growth and speed, it's... Uh, I think in five years from now, or even less, we will be living in a completely different world that we are living now because of uh, AI to some extent, because it changes all the aspects of of our life. Uh, You know, I don't have a ready answer for your question. What comes to my mind when you say that is that no matter how much you can program an artificial intelligence or, or a model that can, let's say, do the same thing or distill the knowledge according to your desires or to your needs, I think the actual human element, it is something that, well, it it can never be replaced by a, a machine, no matter, uh, I, I can't imagine that uh, happening. Uh, I suppose... I would still have a more personal touch than a robot or a machine that uh, you say, okay, filter down the knowledge on X subject based on my need and give me, you know, a two-page summary uh, of it. As I said, I don't have a ready answer and it's a great question and uh, we're headed into a new era uh, and we'll see what what happens uh, to that. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, it's what you were saying. It's kind of like um, you have to this. It's like this combination because, like with ChatGPT, I'm able to six x my output, and uh, but again, it can't replace uh, the human touch to it. it. So it's like kind of like the this symbiosis where you have to leverage AI and the human element. It's gonna be really interesting, and uh, it's like it's ex- like what you talked about. It's exponentially faster and faster, and five years, seven years, you know, depends on the, what the, you know, the regulatory front. And then now talk about podcasts. So power podcasts and what have you gained by having your own podcast? Have you been, um, and you've been able to give your listeners actionable tools. Um, talk about that. Sure. Well, uh, what have I gained from the podcast that I could be speaking for a long time about that? <laughs> I will say a few things that come to mind. First of all, it was, a uh, an outlet for self-expression and actually being able to 
articulate some thoughts and ideas that I didn't even know that I had at, at some time. It just happened, but because I had this channel of communication or sharing, so self, self-expression self is the, the first thing that comes to mind. And with that also comes the improved communication skills, improved uh, you know, not only speaking, but also uh, listening and understanding uh, all this, uh, what communication uh, involves. Yeah. I had uh, the opportunity to connect uh, some incredible, some remarkable people from around the world, uh, which I would never have the opportunity to do so in, in my town or in my dental practice. I mean, it would be very unlikely, I mean. Not impossible, but extremely unlikely. So I connected with people, with with some of them. We had business opportunities with others. We became close friends. So that's something that the connection and the expanding my network was another benefit, I would say, that I experienced uh, from having a podcast. I mean, <laughs> the list goes on and on. It also became, well, uh, to bring it to uh, what we were saying about the actionable and, and the book, my my, my book um, was created as a direct result from my podcast. So via my conversations with these remarkable people, I managed to distill that as a knowledge broker, as we were saying, and created, I have it actually here too, insights for life and uh, actionable insights for life. And that actually contains the majority of the content in there came directly from my podcast. It wouldn't have happened otherwise. Uh, so as I said, the the list of uh, benefits are endless. Maybe you can add being a podcaster yourself, you can add another benefit that I maybe uh, forgot to mention now, maybe for, for you, what was it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, really interesting. How can people uh, contact you, follow you? Looks like you have a really a popular podcast, reach out to you, etc. Thank you. The podcast is called Personal Development Mastery. You can find it wherever you listen to your uh, podcasts uh, from. Uh, well, my website is agikeramidas.com. You can find me there and uh, pretty much on all uh, socials. If you don't mind, I would like to offer to your audience, uh, Christopher, a gift. And that is my book, uh, a free digital copy of, of my book. So if you go to agikeramidas 88 and I'm sure that Christopher will put that in the show notes somewhere. You can download the book and you can get actionable, practical insights on personal development, not theoretical concepts, but things that you can actually implement and create a habit out of them and hopefully improve your life. Even if you find one out of the 88 that you connect with and resonate with, then my mission is fulfilled. Yeah. That's my, my gift to you. Yeah, really great. And uh, um, thank, we'll thank all the listeners for tuning in. Um, a really interesting insight of Agi's resources will be in the links and show notes and really great discussion on faith, intuition, knowledge broker, AI, and um, podcasting. So with that, thanks so much for coming on to the podcast. Thank you very much, Christopher.
wherever you are listening. If you liked it, be sure to like, comment, share, subscribe. We're on everywhere. Spotify, iTunes, Google, Amazon, Audible. And without much ado, be sure to thank this show's sponsors, and we'll see you next week.